3: Good morning. We're coming up on 8 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Monday, November 21st. We'll be taking a look at a Wichita facility. that has been around a long time and announcing it's
4: going to close. I'm Rodney Price. Wichita's Kansas Masonic home will close by the end of the year. That story is coming up. I'm KNSSD, the urologist, Dan Holiday. We have a chilly start to the morning, but
2: fairly mild weather expected throughout the rest of this Thanksgiving week. Our full forecast is coming up. Currently
3: in Wichita, we have a sunny sky. It's 28 degrees. We're on our way to a high today of 57. Our full weather forecast on the way. About 60 residents of the Kansas Masonic Home are going to have to find a new place to live. The facility announcing it's going to
4: close by the end of the year. CEO Michael Miller said financial issues led to the decision. He told the Wichita Eagle, quote, with our large bond debt, we're not able to be a sustainable company. The campus underwent a $22 million update in 2015, constructing individual households for long-term care residents and rapid recovery suites. The pandemic ultimately caused the long-term care division to be closed in September 2021, displacing 53 residents. Since then, KMH focused on independent and senior living. Rodney Price, KNSS News.
3: There's been more shelling at a key Ukrainian nuclear power plant. The United Nations says there's a risk of major disaster.
5: Everyone agrees fighting near the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant is dangerous, but there's no agreement on who's actually responsible. The Kremlin is calling on all countries to use their influence, so Ukraine stops shelling the facility. Ukraine blames Russia. The UN agrees it's hard to verify who's responsible, but an official from the United Nations nuclear watchdog says the situation is like a game of Russian roulette. If shelling disrupts electricity to the cooling system, there could be a dangerous release of radioactivity. Jonathan Savage, Fox News.
3: One person was hospitalized after a crash in North Wichita. It happened about 2.30 in the morning yesterday on 21st Street North, just west of the canal route. A Jeep Grand Cherokee westbound on 21st, a Mercury Sable was eastbound. The Jeep tried to make a left turn onto the ramp to southbound I-135 and it hit the Mercury in the intersection. A passenger in the Mercury, 19-year-old Carol Ann Knight of Wichita, was taken to Wesley Medical Center with minor injuries. U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and the Indonesian Defense Minister... Saying a nearly $14 billion deal with Boeing to supply the Southeast Asian country with F-15 fighter jets is nearing final approval.
2: Now, the acquisition of the F-15 uh, certainly increases interoperability. Uh, it enables uh, our ability to share information, and as uh, we uh, we train on those platforms, uh, we'll train uh, together to uh, make sure that we're using common policies and
3: practices. Secretary Austin visiting Indonesia today, speaking to reporters. Two of Iran's most prominent actresses arrested for publicly supporting anti-government protests.
5: Both Hengami Ghaziani and Riahi appeared in public without headscarves, a gesture of solidarity with protests sparked by the death of a woman detained by morality police for allegedly breaking strict hijab rules. Human rights groups say hundreds have died. Meanwhile, as Iran's soccer team begins its World Cup campaign with a match against England, the Iranian captain has spoken out, saying the conditions in our country are not right and our people are not happy. Jonathan Savage, Fox News.
3: One person was critically injured, another with injuries, in a stabbing in East Wichita. This was Friday evening. It was in the 400 block of South Volusia near Kellogg and Hillside. Two people in their mid-20s. Were affected by the stabbing one person with critical injuries. That victim underwent surgery Friday night. The suspect has been identified. Police were looking for him, an Hispanic male, with a possible roommate to the victims. We'll take a look at World Cup soccer for Team USA. And, hey, put that fork down for just a minute here on Thanksgiving. Hey. Might be good for you. And we'll take a look at our full weather forecast here on this Monday of Thanksgiving week that's on the way. KNSS News Time 804. Up on 808 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Take a look at sports, where Team USA soccer making its return to the World Cup pitch today in Qatar after missing out on the world cup
6: in 2018 u.s men's soccer is back in the fifa global tournament opening things up with group b play against wales midfielder tyler adams on keeping pace throughout the group stage
7: playing 90 minutes week in week out you have a lot to do you can make mistakes you learn from them you have a confidence in your own ability you're able to find your form um so yeah it's an exciting time
6: team usa made the round of 16 in 2014 their best performance reaching the semifinals in the first-ever World Cup back in 1930. The American men take on Wales at 2 p.m. Eastern time. You can catch the action on Fox. Matt Napolitano, Fox
3: News. Eating? during Thanksgiving? Hey, take it easy.
8: Thanksgiving is a time of gathering and giving thanks, but it can also be bad for your health if you aren't careful. Hospital visits increase during this time because heavy meals and stress can exacerbate health conditions. Thanksgiving dinner can range from 1,500 to 6,000 calories. Remember, most adults shouldn't eat more than 2,000 calories a day. Here are some tips to tackle Thanksgiving. Start the day off with breakfast. Choosing a modest-sized breakfast with protein and whole grains will keep you satisfied and help prevent before-meal munching. Be active, go for a walk, and choose water throughout the day. Limit the intake of alcohol and sweetened beverages like soda, juice, and punch. And be picky. Only eat what you like and give yourself permission not to try everything. Thanksgiving foods can be very rich and heavy, so choose foods wisely and fill up on healthier stuff like turkey and vegetables so you have less room for starchy carbohydrates and sugary desserts. Don't cancel Thanksgiving, just be smart about it. Dr. Nicole Sapphire, Fox News.
3: Eight oh nine with Stephen Ted here on KNSS.
6: Traffic this morning here in the Wichita area. Well, right now out there in traffic, we do have a uh, stalled-out vehicle eastbound Kellogg at Washington Street. So watch for a bit of a slowdown there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com your home for complete car care.
3: And our weather forecast here on this Monday of Thanksgiving week. Let's check in with Dan Holiday. Good morning, Dan.
2: Good morning. We have a clear sky that allowed temperatures to really drop overnight in the mid to upper 20s. For today, the weather stays fairly mild for us with a gradual warm-up into Wednesday. Sunny with a high 57. Clear overnight, Tarlow near 30. Sunshine expected Tuesday with a high 58. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday
3: currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the south, a sunny sky. It's 28 degrees here on this Monday morning of Thanksgiving week. Weather brought to you by Hatman Jacks. Join Hatman Jacks on Black Friday for the Black Friday Raffle. Receive one ticket for every $50 in purchases. Prizes include off-the-rack custom hats, gift cards, hat care kits. Valid on in-store purchases only. Must register in person on Black Friday. Drawings then will be held in early December. Be sure you make your way to Hatman Jacks in Delano, one of Wichita's great places to go shopping. 8, Eight eleven with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Activity at the White House today, as uh, some special guests with wobblers will be there as well, and a lot of gobbling going on. Let's find out what tradition is going on at the White House today with Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz. Hard hitting news today, Ryan.
7: Oh, you know it, Ted. It's probably the toughest story I'm ever going to have to cover while here at the White House.
3: Yes, the annual pardoning of the turkey.
7: That is absolutely right. So, uh, yes, President Biden will be pardoning a turkey from uh, Monroe, North Carolina today and sending it off to a sanctuary where it will live out the rest of its days without the the fear of being on somebody's uh, plate in the near future.
3: A tradition that goes back what to Truman?
7: So, so it's it's kind of actually debated about what the true history of the the turkey and and the president is because you know there are some rumors that Lincoln may have gifted oh. some turkeys here or there, and then yes, Truman also. Uh, it's rumored that he pardoned the turkey back in his day, but it really started becoming uh, a popular tradition, at least the pardoning section of it, where. Under Reagan, Reagan started sending the turkeys to different animal farms. Okay, but then George H. W. Bush kind of made it into a big time. Like, okay, we're actually pardoning. Like, I am assuring this turkey that he's, he has the presidential pardon. He's going to be fine. Nothing's going to happen to him from here on out. And so the the, the ceremony section of it kind of really picked up under H. W. Bush, from what I understand. And now it's kind of become uh, an annual media tradition everywhere in a ceremony.
3: Yeah, once you get uh, TV cameras involved and press coverage, then it's an event.
7: Oh, yeah. And I believe, um, uh, yeah, like I ran contra with a question asked uh, at President Reagan during one of his ceremonies before. So, you know, obviously, uh, don't be surprised if you, we maybe get some news out of this. President Biden might answer some questions. We'll see. But,
3: but Although this, uh, there's so many there's so many ultra serious events that go on, sometimes something a little more lighthearted is, is welcome from all parties.
7: Oh, absolutely. I think so, too. You know, obviously, I think one thing that's going to be on people's minds is that, you know, turkeys are more expensive this year. We're dealing with Mm -hmm. with supply chain issues, which has kind of become a problem with people trying to get their turkeys for Thanksgiving. So that's always, I think, on people's minds, too. But I think hopefully we can find some joy with this event and and have some fun with it like we, we do every year.
3: I assume this is an outdoor event. How's the weather today? (laughs)
7: we did it is awful oh my goodness I actually went to the Ravens game yesterday and I've got the worst wind burn on my face I've ever had in my life and I've been skiing uh, in Colorado a ton of times but this is just epic I mean it it is it is freezing in the nation's capital right now I mean we're talking about uh we could be in the 20s when this ceremony starts so I'm I am a, a ready. I I probably like every single article of clothing I have in my house. I'm about to wear. I'm gonna look like a total clown, but I don't care. It's just, I, I don't want to freeze to death.
3: You gotta do what you gotta do.
7: Exactly. <laughs> How's the weather in Kansas, by the well, way? Well, see,
3: I, I'm I feel bad now for giggling while you said that because it's it's going to be you know 57 degrees here today.
7: Oh, you guys got good football weather then. Yeah,
3: we had our cold snap last week, so we're shaking out of it. Maybe you'll get it next week. Oh
7: yeah. Well, no, let's hope so. I I'd be down after this. We could use a little break. <laughs>
3: Ryan, thanks for checking in with us. Have a good time at the turkey pardoning today, and we'll talk to you soon.
7: Absolutely. If I don't talk to you guys before Thanksgiving, have a great Thanksgiving, please.
3: We appreciate it. Thank you so much. That is Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz, live from the nation's capital today. He'll be covering President Biden pardoning the turkeys today, marking somewhere around the 75th anniversary of the tradition. But He gave gave us a nice history there on (laughs) other things that go into that as well. Yeah. Found an article about... uh, Pecan pizza. You know, at this time of year, you get these weird combining of foods. Yes, yeah. you do. Pecan pizza pie. Uh, yeah, this is uh, the American pecan promotion board, and Tony Baloney's have uh, paired up for this. Yeah, there for we their new go. new Thanksgiving holiday-inspired <laughs> concoction. The pecan Pecan lobby. pizza. Yeah. Uh, this reviewer from something called Nerdist.com said it's pretty good. All right. So it's a, it is it is pizza with pecan pie elements. It does combine both. Uh, uh, there's a savory buttermilk pizza crust, a thick bourbon infused tomato sauce, creamy mozzarella, fennel dusted pepperoni flavored pecan halves. The pizza is then topped with spicy balsamic pecan pie glaze after you heat it up. All right, so. Anyway, one person gives it a decent review.
6: Yeah, it's it's got kind of a savory sort of sweet thing, which is one of those classic flavor pairings. But be honest, it doesn't really sound that good to me. <laughs> yeah, hey, well, uh, any time you combine things that
3: you don't usually think of together, it, usually it's, it's funky. Your tongue just doesn't handle that Yeah, very well. It's hard to uh, get your brain around that sometimes. But anyway, they're selling this thing. So if you're, if you're into it, there's a, something you can have. Pecan pizza. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. I think it's kind of expensive too, so. Oh, but well, I mean, what isn't these days? E- everything I mean, is these everything days. Is yeah. Everything's super expensive. Really is. Um let's see. Oh, I there's this huge found something else too uh, from timeout.com put out a list of the 12 worst Christmas songs ever inflicted on humankind. Okay. I, think, I think they doubled the list too and they went all the way out to 25. I'm sure we'll touch on this a few times this week. Probably. Number 25 on the list, They put "Wonderful Christmas Time" by Paul McCartney and Wings. (laughs) Now they also put this on their best Christmas songs list, so they're very conflicted about this song. Yeah, they say it's so bad it comes back around to being good, and then it's bad again, and then it comes back to greatness. Mm. Peaks and valleys on this song. Yeah, I don't know. Paul McCartney's got his
6: Casio keyboard and all that. If I if I hear it once, yeah, okay, fine. Right. If I hear it more than once, mm. that's the trouble. Yeah, that's that's the 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 trouble with all
3: these songs, pretty much. Yeah. And it's backed with the instrumental Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reggae, which they also call wonderfully horrible. Yeah. I don't mind the song. I've, this, is, this causes a huge <laughs> rift in my family. Yeah. There are some people that say it's, it's dumb, it's stupid, and I'm, uh, I think I'm one of the few that I don't mind it. <laughs> and I go back to a time when it wasn't played all the time. I right, go back to a right. time when it was obscure and you, nobody played it, no one knew about it, and you couldn't find it. But that, that time is long past. All right. Well, we'll talk some more about some of these songs on the list as we go throughout the week. It eight uh, eighteen with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And let's see what's going on in the world of sports. We will start out with the action last night on Monday night. I'm sorry, Sunday night football. Yeah, Sunday primetime game. The first place Kansas City Chiefs out in Los Angeles taking on the Chargers, their division rival. Always close when these two teams meet. And that turned out to be the case once again last night. Back and forth, second half. Chiefs have the lead and the ball. They gave it up. The Chargers then got the ball and were able to take the lead late in the game. Well, how would the Chiefs respond? Well, if you got Patrick Mahomes at quarterback and if you've got Travis Kelsey at tight end, well, you might be in pretty good shape. Mitch Holtus had the call of the game. You heard it last night live right here on your Wichita Radio Home of the Chiefs, 98-7 and 1330, KNSS. McKinnon
1: stationed to the right of Mahomes. Ball be snapped on the near hash. Chiefs load up three to the left side. Mahomes crossing pattern caught. Kelsey, 10-yard line, 5-yard line, touchdown! Kansas City! Will Kelsey do it to the Chargers again on a crossing pattern? And now Travis Kelsey... A 17-yard touchdown reception to take the lead, plus his 33rd 100-yard receiving game of his career, the most by a tight end in National Football League history.
3: And that was his third touchdown of the game. The Chargers know they're throwing to him, but can't cover him. All right, so the Chiefs take the lead. That was in a 96-play, 75-yard drive that only took a minute and 15 seconds. Easy, right? Well, there's still time on the clock. The Chargers get the ball back down by three. The Chiefs defense would have to make a stop.
1: He's still playing press on the receivers with two deep safeties. Herbert's in trouble again. He will unload it down the middle. It's going to be deflected and intercepted. Intercepted at the 42-yard line. Yes, Nick Bolton. Why not, Nick Bolton? He's playing at an all-pro level and the Kansas City Chiefs are going to do it again to the Chargers in this stadium.
3: How about that? The Chiefs win it 30-27, a season sweep over the Chargers. The Chiefs have now won 25 straight games in the months of November and December. Overall, a four-game winning streak for KC. They're the top team in the conference. And picked up another nice win last night. You heard it all right here on KNSS. Good stuff. The Chiefs are 10 games into the season now with a record of 8-2. and two. We've got college basketball to take a look at today for the Shockers and the Wildcats. We've got the Hall of Fame Classic going on up at the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City, Missouri. And one of the four teams there is Wichita State Shockers take on Grand Canyon this afternoon in the first meeting ever between the Shockers and the Lopes. FanDuel has the Shockers as a two and a half point favorite. Grand Canyon was in the NCAA tournament last year. Grand Canyon with a record of three and one. The Shockers are two and one, and uh, that one will be going on. Wichita State won this tournament nine years ago, back when they were off to a season where they started out the year thirty-five and zero. Fred VanVleet and Ron Baker were the big stars of that team. See how the Shockers do this year. This is all part of the weekend for the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame, including last night's events in which former Kansas State coach and player Lon Kruger was inducted into the Hall of Fame, and former Kansas coach Roy Williams was recognized. He was part of the original class back 16 years ago. The Hall of Fame Classic, Shockers and Grand Canyon. Mike Kennedy and Bob Hull begin their pregame coverage at 1 o'clock this afternoon. The game will kick off at uh, tip off at 2 o'clock this afternoon up in Kansas City. Listen to the Shockers this afternoon on 103.7 KEYN. We've got K-State men's basketball this evening in the Cayman Islands. Yeah, K-State is off to a 3-0 start under their new head coach, Jerome Tang. K-State taking on Rhode Island. First meeting ever between the Wildcats and the Rams. Fan duel has K-State as a a nine-and-a-half point favorite to stay undefeated. This is the fourth annual Cayman Islands Classic, and that game will tip off at 6.30 this evening for K-State men's basketball. College volleyball. Wichita State played its home finale at Coke Arena yesterday afternoon, and it was fun, and it was a four-set win over Cincinnati. Shockers get the season sweep. Wichita State clinching a winning record with its 16th win of the season. Briley Kelly was pounding the volleyball. 19 kills in that win yesterday for the Shockers. Wichita State pretty solid fourth place in the conference standings right now, finishing up their home finale. I had a good time once again doing public address work as I finished up my 32nd season as volleyball public address announcer for the Shockers. they got two more road games to close out the regular season. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. It is eight twenty-three with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. We'll be taking a look at traffic and weather, and a strong America is important to the whole world. That'll be on the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. That's coming up, ninety-eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS.
2: This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
3: Good morning. It is 8.32. You are listening ninety-eight 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Monday, November 21st. Currently in Wichita, we have a sunny sky. It is 28 degrees. Several Wichita fire crews were on the scene of a house fire in South Wichita. A little after 10 o'clock yesterday morning, the 1100 block of South Main, Smoke coming from the second floor of the home. No one was found inside at the time of the fire. A week after four Idaho college students were stabbed to death in an off-campus home, police are still looking for a murder weapon and a suspect.
8: Investigators say they're still waiting for the results of DNA samples taken from the grizzly scene. Police have ruled out two roommates as suspects, saying they were home but asleep at the time of the killings. Authorities urge people to come forward with any tips.
3: That's Fox's Jackie Ibanez with that report. Investigators believe all four victims were attacked while they were sleeping. In a possible preview of who's interested in the White House, some of the biggest names in the GOP were in Las Vegas this weekend. This was at the annual meeting of the Republican-Jewish coalition. Some offered veiled criticism of former President Trump, including... Secretary, former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo.
2: Personality and celebrity just aren't going to get it done. We can see that.
3: And, of course, uh, former Vice President Mike Pence was also on hand for that event as well a popular social media platform increasingly drawing criticism in the nation's capital.
5: There is a growing number of lawmakers here on Capitol Hill concerned about TikTok and its ties to the Chinese Communist Party. And One Democratic senator found himself in rare agreement with former President Donald Trump.
7: I think Donald Trump was right. I mean, TikTok is an enormous threat. It's a threat. It is a massive collector of information, oftentimes of our
6: children.
5: That follows new warnings from FBI Director Christopher Wray, who sees TikTok's potential to be used in influence operations. He told lawmakers last week that China has, in his words, stolen more Americans' personal and business data than every other nation combined.
3: That's Fox's Doug Luzader with that report. The FIFA World Cup kicking off from Qatar, but... Not without controversy, FIFA's president lashing out at Western critics who are criticizing the Muslim country's ban on alcoholic beverages from all eight stadiums
8: the president of FIFA fought back at some of this Western criticism, basically calling it moral hypocrisy across the board from all the criticism that we've heard in recent months. But he himself is now facing some backfire for possibly coming too much to the defense of Qatar and some of the new policies put in place. Now, in a press conference earlier today, the U.S. men's coach said that he did not fully agree with some of the stances and opinions that FIFA's president had made concerns of inhumane working conditions and lgbtq plus rights overshadowed the lead-up to this global sporting event issues that the men's team says that they have been discussing for the last 18 months
3: and that's fox's alex hogan with that report Eight thirty five with Stephen ted now let's take a look at our weather forecast as we get into thanksgiving week with meteorologist
2: dan holiday good morning dan Good morning. Mostly clear across Wichita and south-central Kansas early on. It's going to be sunny today. We should get to 57 later on this afternoon. Clear and quiet through tonight. Tarlow near 30, sunny and not as cool on Tuesday with a high 58. And we will be breezy from time to time on Wednesday with a high in the upper 50s. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holliday. Currently in Wichita, we have a sunny sky, a breeze out of
3: the south. that 29 degrees here on this Monday morning. 8.36 with Steve and Ted on KNSS. That means it's time to blur that fine line between news and entertainment.
6: That's why it's called The Blur. And here is your host, Jad Chambers. Former television actor and mixed martial artist Jason David Frank has passed away. Uh, His manager, Justine Hunt, confirming the actor's death Sunday. So far, no cause revealed. Frank was best known for his performance on the 90s children's television series Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. One of the lead characters, Tommy Oliver, (laughs)
2: Time. White Ranger <laughs> uh, that's it. Uh, okay, Z, I'm ready for you.
6: Frank also played Oliver in a number of other Power Ranger films and shows throughout the 90s and 2000s. Uh, he was only 49 years old. A superhero movie holds on to the top spot of the weekend box office. Fox's Kathleen Maloney reports
5: black panther wakanda forever adding 67 million in ticket sales in its second week in theaters a high cuisine satire about a vengeful chef opens in second place who are you i am margo
8: why do you care
1: i have to know if you're with us
5: with them. The Menu, starring Anya Taylor-Joy and Rafe Fiennes, selling $9 million worth of tickets. A crowdfunded streaming series about the life of Jesus rounds out the top three. The first two episodes of the third season of The Chosen with a surprising $8.2 million in ticket sales. Kathleen Maloney, Fox News.
6: Several politicians, including Senator Amy Klobuchar, have publicly criticized Ticketmaster and the Justice Department is going to conduct an antitrust investigation of Ticketmaster's parent company, Live Nation. That's interesting. Ticketmaster is responding to the Taylor Swift concert tour ticket sale controversy. Here's Fox's Kevin Uretsky.
7: In a late Friday night statement, Ticketmaster apologized to Swift and her fans who this past week endured delays and errors in the verified fan presale for shows on the upcoming U.S. Legover concert tour. Ticketmaster says the demand, driven in part by bot attacks, resulted in traffic on its site four times higher than the previous peak, disrupting performance and reliability. The company estimates about 15% of those using the site had problems. But despite all that, more than 2 million Swift tickets were sold last Tuesday, the most for any artist on any day. Swift released an angry statement Friday criticizing Ticketmaster running in part that, quote, we asked them multiple times if they could handle this kind of demand, and we were assured they could. Kevin Uretzky, Fox News.
6: Award season back in swing. Fox's Lauren Faulkner has more on... The AMA's
8: Taylor Swift sweeping at the American Music Awards on Sunday, winning in every category she was nominated in, picking up six awards. Swift currently holds the record as the artist with the most AMA wins with a cumulative total of 40 trophies. The AMA's hosted by Wayne Brady also featured Lionel Richie receiving the AMA Icon Award. And Pink delivering a heartfelt tribute to the late singer Olivia Newton John. Pink taking the stage at LA's Microsoft Theater to perform a powerful version of Hopelessly Devoted to You. The beloved Grease star passed away in August from breast cancer at age 73. Lauren Faulkner, Fox News.
6: It was on this day in 1980, REO Speedwagon released the album High Infidelity. Mm-hmm. You take it on the- The ninth uh, release would go on to become the biggest-selling rock album of 1981. That was a big-time album. Yep. Fifteen non-consecutive weeks at number one. Uh, sold 10 million copies. Big album. you Speedwagon's High Infidelity. Good stuff. Yep. Got a uh, birthday in the music world today. Singer Carly Rae Jepsen, thirty-seven years old today. Canadian singer, songwriter, and actress. Major breakthrough was the 2011 single, this song here, "Call Me Maybe."
3: Mm, oh yeah, that, yeah. Yeah.
6: Vaguely audible from just about anywhere you were that particular right. year, 2011, mm-hmm. uh, was the year's best-selling single. 2015, she released her well-received third album, Emotion, worldwide sold over 20 million records. Singer Carly Rae Jepsen, 37 years old today. We also have another musical birthday today. Today is uh, singer Bjork's 57th birthday. Bjork is 57, born Bjork... Hmm, I'm going to butcher this. Bjork, Goodmunden's daughter... Close enough. Yeah. Uh, First became recognized fronting the Icelandic band The Sugar Cubes in
4: the 1980s.
6: And in the early 90s, her diverse solo career has a wide variety of sounds and influences. Approximately 30 million recordings worldwide sold. And uh, she was in the critically uh, acclaimed film Dancer in the Dark. Bjork is uh, 57 today. Another birthday, American actress, dancer, and producer... Goldie Hawn, 77. Oh, my. Yeah. That's uh, Overboard, Bird on a Wire, Death Becomes Her, House Sitter, The First Wives Club. A lot of movies. She really got her start, though. Martin and Rowan's Laughing. Yeah, she's the bikini girl on Laugh-In. So I got some Laugh-In here.
8: Oh, I just had to come and tell you you were just great. Hello, Dolly. <sighs> oh, thank you, Goldie. <laughs> and you know what? You were
0: simply wonderful and Thoroughly Modern Millie.
9: Well, how sweet of you to say so.
4: Yeah, but I think I liked you most in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes.
5: Well, Goldie, you got them all correctly.
4: What? I don't see what's so surprising about that, Miss Merman. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
6: there we go.
3: Oh, Goldie. Yep. And she's how old now? Uh, She is 77,
6: 77 years old. 77 years old. Yep. Goldie Hahn. Yeah, Goldie Hahn. Oh, bless her heart. She's Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, we had a big. Uh, Hollywood premiere on this day in 1976. Okay. Uh, Rocky premiered in New York City on oh, this day oh, yeah. in 1976. Highest grossing film of 1976. It earned approximately $225 million worldwide on... What was reportedly a budget of less than a million dollars? Yeah, it wasn't.
3: It wasn't a big Hollywood
6: movie. Nope.
3: It was starred someone that no one knew who he was. It was written by and somebody it, that nobody knew who he yeah. was. And yeah, and it just—it was just a movie that just blew everyone away.
6: Yeah. Ten Academy Award nominations, yeah. three wins, including Best Picture. There you go. Rocky premiered on this day in 1976. Uh, on this day in theaters in 1931. Wow, this goes a little ways back. <laughs>
7: it's
1: alive it's alive it's alive of god oh, i know what it feels like to be god oh.
6: frankenstein, frankenstein. Yeah. on this day in 1931 it opened up starring uh, colin clive and boris karloff as the monster
3: mm-hmm. i like that movie
6: <laughs> it was it's a good movie film added to the library of congress's national film registry in 1991 Frankenstein, opened in theaters on this day in 1931. Finally, Ted, the Warner Brothers Tweety Bird character debuted in an animated short that premiered in theaters on this day in 1942. Wow. Yep. Tweety is 80. Yeah, Tweety's birthday today. Uh, Debuted in a cartoon called A Tale of Two Kitties. (laughs) Tweety was voiced by the legendary Mel Blanc. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, paired later with Sylvester the cat, Tweety, right. of course, delivering a very iconic catchphrase when he spots his nemesis.
1: I wonder who it could be. I thought I tore a putty
2: cat.
8: I did. I did tore a putty cat.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so happy birthday to Tweety happy Bird. Happy
3: birthday, Tweety Bird.
6: Yep. First appeared in A Tale of Two Kitties on this day, all the way back in 1942. Wow. That's all we have for The Blur today, Ted. Good stuff. Thank you, Jad. Looking forward to more entertainment
3: news at this same time tomorrow. It's 845 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Of course, we'll be taking a look at some local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. We'll talk about the, a real estate company in Wichita and it's going on with them. 850 with Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Coming up, a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. We'll be taking a look at a at a helicopter contract that affects Wichita. Now, Steve and Ted, it's time for three big things. A car was stolen from Northwest Wichita early last evening. A six-year-old girl inside. She was later located safe in Oklahoma. Residents of the Kansas Masonic Home in West Wichita are going to have to find a new place to live. The facility is going to close by the end of the year. President Biden is going to officially pardon a turkey today at the White House. This, of course, leads all the way up to Thanksgiving a little later on this week. Three big things with Stephen Ted, Ted, 98.7 and
6: 1330 KNSS. Right now out there in traffic, uh, just something to tell everybody about. Uh, we do have... Construction going on today. Northbound I 135 exit to eastbound K254 closed. Uh, starting in a few minutes, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. They're doing some bridge work there in northbound I 135 exit to eastbound 254. Closed at 9 a.m. Traffic update and will remain closed until 3 p.m. Traffic update from 98 7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers.
3: And we we'll look at our weather forecast here on this Monday as we begin Thanksgiving week. More sunshine today, a high of 57 degrees. We'll be under a clear sky tonight, not as cold, low down to 30. And then tomorrow, another sunny day, high Tuesday, 58. Currently in Wichita, we have a breeze out of the south we're under a sunny sky. It's 29 degrees. We're on our way to a high today of 57 here on this Monday as we begin Thanksgiving week. Don't forget, the Glenn Beck program is coming up. Glenn is out this week. He'll be back next week. Pat and Stu will guest host. As the show continues throughout the week, uh, they'll be talking. One of the things they'll be talking about is President Biden using the Colorado Springs shooting to push gun control. Glenn Beck programs coming up between 9 and 11, as always, right here on KNSS. Now, let's take a look at local business news. Get an update from the Wichita Business Journal. Lang Real Estate emphasizing the increased access and mobility offered for its planned multifamily housing community. That's at Maple and 167th Street West. Wichita-based firm says that Cypress Glen neighborhood is going to include about 50 zero-entry units. That's duplexes that do not include barriers to entry, such as you know stairs, steps, and ledges. Uh, Lang Real Estate is targeting December a year from now for an estimated start of construction. So we're still a ways off. The development located about a mile north of Goddard Eisenhower Schools. Earlier this month, the metropolitan area planning commission approved a request to change the zoning of 54 acres. It's within a half-mile north of Maple on the west side of 167th, changing that from single-family residential and a manufactured housing district to MF18, multifamily, and a multifamily residential district. Within that area, Lang Real Estate says 40 acres to the north of Cypress Glen will be developed into apartments. There's also opportunity for some mixed-use retail there at Maple and 167th. A spokesperson for the U.S. Army says work continues on a massive helicopter contract could be a big boon to the Wichita area manufacturing. An exact award timeline still, though, not specified. The process details in response to questions from the Wichita Business Journal about whether the contract award was still expected this month. The offerers are the Bell unit of Textron and its V-280 Valor and the Sikorsky unit of Lockheed Martin in partnership with Boeing and their Defiant X helicopter future long-range assault aircraft program, it's one of the most closely watched procurement programs in recent history. The Army is moving on modernization efforts could translate to production of hundreds or even thousands of new helicopters by whoever gets uh, the win on that contract. Previous estimates of the value of the FLRAA, which is in support of service's future vertical lift program, could be up to $40 billion. Big contract. In Wichita, the hope is that Textron and Bell... Seen by many analysts as the favorites for the award. We'll take home the win. We'll see how that all plays out. And that is local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. 854 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. We were looking at that list of the 25 worst Christmas songs of all time. <laughs> worst let's, Christmas Let's go to songs. the next one up on the list. All uh, right. Number 24 is uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen. Br- I think I have to agree with that. I get I get real I get real nauseous every time this thing comes on when I'm out. Oh so, man. Yeah. <laughs> 75 1975 cover by Bruce Springsteen of Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah. Wow. Not my favorite. Not my favorite at all. Uh, number 23 on the list is a uh, Christmas time don't let the bells end by the darkness. Uh, I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Number 22 Don't Shoot Me Santa by the Killers. Mm does not seem appropriate. Number 21, All I Want for Christmas is You, parentheses, Super Festive, by Mariah Carey and Justin Bieber. (laughs) We go back to Christmas 2011 on that one. 17-year-old Justin Bieber, 41-year-old Mariah Carey. The video has him wearing your mom's earrings and a red leather jacket. She's dressed as kind of a Mrs. X-rated Santa Claus. Yeah. And soon they're slaying with each other. I
6: can't. I can't place yeah. it, but I can't imagine I'd Mariah ever Carrie like it. Mariah Carey and Justin
3: yeah. Bieber teaming up. Ugh. Number 21 on the list of the worst Christmas songs of all time. We'll continue uh, talking about this list as we go on tomorrow. There's some other really annoying songs out there. so There's plenty to keep the list going. Sure all right, it is 855 with Steve and Ted. Thanks for being with us on this Monday morning before Thanksgiving. Of course, Glenn Beck Show is next, and then the Dana Show with Dana Lash, Sean Hannity Show, and news updates all day long. Thanks for being with us here with Stephen 10 in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Nice sunny day here on Monday. Have a good day.
6: Paul Gray with Paul
1: Gray. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.